Nice. All right, we're, we're, we are live now, Adolfo. Hi, everyone. It's uh, Richard Wilmore. I'm here with Adolfo, uh, who is one of our writers in residence. And we've been sharing videos of Adolfo all hour long. And we thought we'd jump here on, on live and talk about one of the really cool, innovative things that Adolfo has been doing in the hospital. Um, Adolfo, tell us about these things. I've got some pictures, and then you're going to kind of walk us through it. But how did you come up with this idea or find this idea? And what are you, how are you interacting with the patients? And what are you hearing from them? Um, I guess it, it, what all begins with the fact that I've always been fascinated with, with art um, from a young age. Um, and I've been just kind of always been very curious about exploring those materials. Uh, and so when I recently discovered um, eraser poetry, I kind of started using that as a basis for the for a creative outlet when it comes to like writing. And so I think maybe uh, earlier, or I started the learning design technology program at UTSA. And so we started learning a little bit more about artificial intelligence. So I started trying to think of ways that I could integrate that into the eraser poetry activities. And so I think it's, so far it's, it's been very exciting, exciting to, to try something like a new approach like that. And I usually ask patients if they're okay with trying something new and they're usually open to it. And so it's, yeah, it's been very exciting um, to be able to use traditional methods with, um, with a, uh, a little bit of technology or AI in it. And I want to show some of the photos that you've been you've been taking of some of it. Sure. So can you kind of, I know you're going to show us more, but like yeah. how, how long does it take to get to this end product of, and this looks so random, but I'm sure it's yeah, not so, completely random. <laughs> so those are just uh, some of the like work from some of the patients. And those are kind of like the earlier stages of it. Um, and this one, at, at first it can appear a little bit messy, but again, we're just we're just playing with the material. So uh, in this particular case, um, they, they were kind of like experimenting with acrylic paint. I had one patient here who uh, mentioned working with like, or living near water. So they decided to add their own little touch, uh, kind of like the wave texture to, to it. On that last one, that, that was actually this week um I, I was getting to know the patient they were having a you know a hard time uh there at the hospital and so but one of the one of the characters that uh, they really enjoyed was stitch from lilo and stitch and so we moved forward with the assignment uh or the activity and one of the things that the patient mentioned was that their favorite food was pizza and while i was there uh the patient's partner was on their way to go buy pizza and so i kind of took a look at what um, kind of like all the, you know, their story and kind of the things that they like. And so I figured, you know what, what if I draw a picture of Stitch eating a slice of pizza? And, you know, the patient was like, you know, I'm not really good at drawing. And I said, don't worry about it. It's okay. I can, you know, we'll, you know, we'll kind of collaborate with this activity where I'll draw the Stitch and you can color and Stitch with the, uh, uh, in that, page of the book but the way it works is it's essentially i mean you just eraser poetry is a pretty straightforward activity you just uh find a book and find a random page you rip out the page and 
you're essentially creating poetry out of the text that it's already present there. Now, all the remaining unselected text uh, needs to be blocked out. You can do it. You can be as simple as simply going in there and blocking out using a Sharpie or a pen. Um, but one of the things that I like to do is, you know, kind of, again, being playful with the material and integrating art uh, on top of that to block out uh, the rest of the text. So um, if you'd like, I can share my screen and kind of talk a little bit more about the process that I use three methods for creating this. And we can move on to the next slide. That's, yeah, it's a little bit more about me. I'm from a small town uh, in Rio Bravo, Texas. As I mentioned previously, uh, or actually, no, I don't think I mentioned it, but in 2016, I graduated from the University of Texas, or UTSA, with a bachelor's degree in art. Um, and I focus a lot on sculpture and, uh, and photography. But earlier this year, I enrolled in, actually, in 2021, I enrolled, uh, and I'm now learning in the Learning Design Technology Program. Anyways, once again, the uh, uh, Erase of Poetry, as I mentioned, is just creating poetry out of existing text in a page of a book or a magazine or a newspaper. And that's an example there. Um, so there are three ways that I like to approach this activity. Um, the first one is through significance. And that's where you look at the existing text that's already there and you circle the words that are meaningful or significant. Um, and in this particular case, that's one of my examples. I went down the uh, on the page and I selected the words that I thought were significant for me. And this, that's all, this is also the easiest approach of the three. We can move on to the next one, the next approach. This is option two, and this is where you create poetry out of the existing text there. And in this example on the right, you can see I kind of created uh, a short little poem. Uh, and it goes something like it was early, 11.07 a.m., toss and turn, confused and disoriented, the jigsaw puzzle. That was the longest night of my life. And again, this is the first step. It's about selecting the words that or, or you know, make being creative with the words that are there. Um, the next step would be to block out the text. But we'll take a look at that in the, the next slide. This is the third approach. And, I, and this is the approach that I believe takes the longest um, only because you're working you're trying to satisfy the requirements for a haiku. And a haiku is a, it's a Japanese way of creating uh, a short poet poem uh, using a total of 17 syllables. Um, and it is also composed of three lines. So there'll be five syllables on the first line, seven syllables on the second line, and then five syllables on the third line. And um, the image on the right is the one that I created uh, using another just random page of a book. And so the materials that are needed for for this eraser poetry activity, it's pretty straightforward. You just need, as I mentioned, uh, a pay, an, an old book, a random book, a book that you're not using. Um, it could be newspaper or it could be a magazine. If you are going to use a magazine, um, it may be difficult to, to try to use coloring pencils on there because of the like the wax material that's on it, but you can still make it work using like Sharpies or other kinds of markers. Uh, you're going to need colors, uh, color pencils, markers, paint again, uh, and of course a writing tool, pencil, pen. 
if you want to push this activity a little bit further and be a little bit more creative with it, um, you could use construction paper, a little exacto or cutting knife, cardboard, scissors, and glue. And I'll show you an example. Step one is to, um, as I mentioned previously, you circle the words that are meaningful to you. In the example on the right, I decided to go with the easiest approach, which is just simply circling the significant or the words that are significant to me. And then um, the first step is to begin drawing uh, on the page. Now, if it is, uh, if you can't think of a way, you know, you can't think of something creative to draw over it. As I mentioned previously, I have been integrating the use of AI, more specifically DALI, which is an artificial system that uh, generates images using text. Um, and the image there on the bottom that you can see, that's one of the images that, that DALI generated, which I then transferred over to the page. So you see uh, a sunset and a flower uh, floating, floating on water. And so again, the first step is to transfer a drawing or just a random abstract drawing onto the page, doing the best to avoid those uh, selected words. The second step is applying color to the drawing that you've made so that it can act as a way to block out the, un the, the text that you haven't selected. Um, and in my example, I used colored pencils um, to kind of first like, you know, color in the sunset, the water and uh, the, the sun rays and, and uh, the flower there. And then I also kind of went back in there with the felt pen to kind of outline the, the images that I've drawn. So the flower, and then I got a little bit creative with the, with the bottom of the flower where the water would be. I just kind of, you know, just a random lines And then, so that's at that point. Once once you do once you do that, um, you're essentially done. But if you do have time uh, left over, you can push this activity a little bit further um, by playing with texture and just kind of space. So in this in this uh, example, um, what I decided to do was. Uh, I don't know if you can see there on the edges, but I cut out the corners. Um, in addition to that, uh, I cut out one of the clouds and I glued it onto a different colored paper. And then on the back of that pink kind of paper that I use, I glued little pieces of cardboard to kind of lift the, uh, the image to play with, with texture and shadow. Another thing that I also did was if you take a look at the sun ray and the sun, I cut out some of the existing, some of the existing page um, and that blue backing that I added so that when you do go back in there and you glue it onto like um, uh, an additional kind of like white surface, like once you're ready to, to frame it, you then create more space and more shadow, uh, more texture. So again, it's just a, you know, it's just, being playful with the material um and yeah that, again it's a pretty straightforward process uh activity uh usually takes anywhere anywhere from like an hour to an hour and 30 minutes depending on the approach that you use so like i said the haiku approach which is the third one that one can take anywhere from like 10 to 15 minutes as you're trying to count all the syllables and trying to form those three lines
But yeah, uh, all the patients that I've worked with have really very much uh, enjoyed the activity. In addition to working on the activity, I, one of the things I do like to do is um, ask them some creative, some creative questions out of a creative book that I have. Uh, and as a way to choose a random page of a book, I'll use um, some dice that are 20 sides and I'll give them like four of those and they'll roll them onto like their table. We'll sum up the numbers and then we'll use that number as the random page of the book. And we'll use that as conversation to get to know each other or I'll get to know them a little bit more. Yeah. And I'll play the music too in the background. I love how you can either make it very simple or you can get really elaborate with it where you can draw and add texture and, and add, just keep adding and adding. It's, it's like its own piece of of artwork at the end of it if you want mm -hmm. to get that detailed, which is really cool. I love that you're mixing writing with art, with music. I think that's a great way to kind of see what, what um, resonates with patients, you know? Like that's what yeah. I love that we offer different things so we can, so patients can find what what they like yeah yeah and of course you know every every patient is uh, every patient is different some some patients for example may be un, you know unable to you know uh hold a pencil or a pen or something like that and that's it's never a, it's never a problem for the activity because i always offer to, to write for them and then uh we can use that information to come up with like an image or a drawing um Recently, for example, I had a patient who uh, wanted to, I asked, I asked if it was okay, for example, for us to, to use um, that AI system for us to generate an image and it would be based on the story that she was sharing. Um, and she told me about this one time where uh, when she was younger, she did, she created this like wreath out of found like branches and uh, eventually, she gave that as a gift to somebody who was going to get married, which I think was a beautiful, it's very, very generous and kind of her. And so I figured, you know what, what if we take that and, and you know, we generate an image and, you know, we, that way she has like a visual kind of image of her story. And so using, using that AI system, uh, we generated a, a wreath out of dried branches. She said she wanted uh, burgundy and white roses and then on the inside it would have clouds that formed the image of an angel um i don't know if i emailed you that one yet but i can and uh and then you can share it on, on social media but it is a beautiful image that uh was generated and she very much approached uh appreciated that it's beautiful and it also uh made that pdf that we uh went through today so if you're looking at it and you want it for your own uh, record and to follow along, let us know and we can send that to you. Adolfo, thanks for uh, hanging out with me. Absolutely, Richard. Thank you so thanks much. Thanks for all the work the you're doing in the hospital. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back uh, in a couple hours, actually, with our director of philanthropy, our program coordinators, our surveyors to uh, give everyone an update. So check back here at uh, 4 p.m. Central or 30 Central, I think. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you later. Bye, everyone. Bye.